Hello everybody, welcome back to another episode of Warriors Bleed. My name is Audrey and I am so excited and so happy to be here. I've got someone new today, um, but before we delve into all the cool topics we're so excited to get into, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? G'day, thanks Audrey. My name's Sam Cullen. Uh, I'm a singer-songwriter originally born and raised in, in Bukagal at Le Bonhomme in New Zealand. Um, nice. I've been in Wellington for the last three years uh and i'm about to move to auckland next year so that's mm -hmm. exciting um so yeah i guess um my my passion is music my passion is songwriting mm -hmm. my passion is making my own music um and i guess i found that out from a pretty early age mm -hmm. uh when i was about seven mm -hmm. and just started playing guitar started singing and all that sort of stuff um and by the time i was about 11 sort of 12 i kind of played in public for the first time and wow, I'd realized that it was actually yeah super young um and uh it was actually something that I wanted to pursue it went really well um awesome I guess the perks of being in Invercargill is that you can kind of do something if you want to do it right. there's not really that many people around um okay cool <laughs> yeah I guess like the, a small town of 60,000 people um if you want to go and play at a rugby club or if you want to go and play at a pub yeah. um there's enough people around that there'll be enough mutual friends to kind of sort that out pretty easily um yeah. so yeah by the time i was 15 i was doing that as an after school job um which was exciting and i was missing out on all the parties on friday yeah. and saturday nights yeah. because i was because i was gigging um mm -hmm. but in hindsight that doesn't really matter but um <laughs> Small yeah so that was my yeah Totally. And that was my thing for a long time. Um, and I guess songwriting sort of came with it. Um, I managed to get my hands on a, uh, on garage band, sorry. Um, yes. and then it just kind of all took off from there. Awesome. Um, I guess the same, the same way that a lot of people's production, uh, started through garage band and all that sort of stuff. Um, yeah. but yeah, that's, that's how it started. And, um, I'm now kind of, uh, coming out of jazz school in Wellington for the last three years, I've 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 done that and learned a lot and realised how much I don't know about music. Um, <laughs> yep, yep. And um, yeah, so I've come out of that. Uh, I'm still songwriting, still releasing music. Got awesome. uh, a couple of EPs ready to go for the new year. Um, and yeah, I guess that's that's kind of my background and where I'm at now. Um, that's awesome. Yeah. That's heaps. I've got so many questions, like, but I guess the first one is being from somewhere that is quite small and quite isolated. Did you find any culture shocks or any extreme social differences when you did move to somewhere that was literally the capital or somewhere that had a whole lot more hustle and bustle to it? Yeah, I think so. Um, probably both in terms of social and sort of political aspects. I won't get yeah. into it too much, but, um, Growing up in a, in a smaller sort of farming community, uh, there's a lot of differences. Um, and it's not to say that anyone has the right opinion or the wrong opinion. Um, but yeah, definitely a massive change when I got to Wellington, probably for the better, in my, in my opinion, for me. Cool. Um, awesome. But I mean, like, you know, I'm, I was 18 when I moved there and I'm, I'm only 21 now, so I honestly, I know bugger all. But um, <laughs> yeah, definitely a culture shock. But definitely a culture shock in terms of just like, having heaps of stuff to go to, like gigs exactly. and bands. Yeah. And, That's what I was going like, to um, ask. And, yeah, yeah, like there's so much going on in somewhere like Wellington that mm. you just cannot physically 
get your head around all of it. Um, coming from here, it's like you go, you know, there'll be a couple of gigs a month or you play a couple of gigs a month and that sort of stuff. Um, but yeah, and imagine there's something going on every night or mm. more than three things going on every night, mm. um, which is super exciting and it's been super fun. Mm. No, for sure, because I found that once I moved high schools, that's when that culture shock for me came because I went to a really small school of like 1,000 girls and then here I am at like 3,500, um, it was like yeah. 700 per year, you know, whereas before it was like 700 in total some days that would turn up to school. And when I started getting into big band and jazz and everything like that, the world is almost enlarged in the same way that mm. it kind of shrinks down because you you realize not many people like jazz or are drawn to jazz in, in that sense but then you also realize that the opportunities for jazz are kind of slim in a way you know and and yeah that type of trajectory is quite small so i feel like for me the culture shock came in the fact that I only got into music, I would say, when I was like 15, 16, which I guess is late in, in some books. Um, and it wasn't even jazz. I, did, I hate musicals, but literally here I am in a musical <laughs> and I am standing on the stage and I'm singing, I think I sang Love You On Roz and my life changed. Um, and I still yeah. haven't done the musical since because I actually hate them. Like I don't know how I ended up in one, <laughs> honestly. But um, Musicals are great, man. You like them? Yeah, I don't mind them. I, I've done quite a bit of musical theatre in the past. Um, I just I just love it. It's just so exciting. And, you know, you get on the stage and you just get to be an idiot for about three hours. It's cool. I, for me personally, from an audience perspective, right, which mm. is what I kind of carried into it, if we're if you are about to shoot somebody or if you're about to get robbed or if your mom's about to die, we're not going to realistically start singing. That, that just it makes absolutely no sense. <laughs> because yeah, it's that's like, fair. That's like fair. You, now, if I do that in the streets and I start like tap my toes and then some Donnie behind the bush comes out and now we're singing in sync, the guy we're trying to rob is gone. <laughs> so yeah, th what was yeah, the whole point yeah. of that? Do you know what I mean? Okay, I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, no, that is fair. That is fair. But, I mean, in contradiction to that, I am studying musical arts now. So. <laughs> So, I guess that makes absolutely no sense. But um, do you have any favorite musicals or any ones that you've been in? Uh, I did Greece, like the arena. It was called Greece, the Arena Spectacular. Wow. Uh, at Invercargill in my last year of school. Mm -hmm. And that was insane. It was like in the stadium down here and uh, there was thousands of tickets sold and, and that sort of stuff. Um, mm. And it was this massive stage that was in the middle of everyone. So instead right. of having just a stage and then seats, it was like Surrounded. a stage catwalk, big square in the middle. Wow. And um, it was pyrotechnics and, and a big lift in the middle of the stage and that sort of stuff. I played Duty and that was cool. That but yeah, cool. no, that, that's my um, that's my musical theatre claim to fame. That that's amazing. Um, no, that's incredible. But I guess the next question I basically had was, how did you branch into writing, and how would you describe um, the genre and the tempo and the poeticness to your specific writing, if you would call it poetry and everything like that? Yeah, uh, obviously. So yeah, I was Garage Band and stuff. Uh, the writing came into production. Um, I wrote a song called Small Town uh, when I was about 16 that uh, was about living where I was and kind of wanting to get out and do other things and move mm. move away. Um, and that was the first time that I realized that I could actually write a decent song, okay. um, <laughs> cool. which was real sick. 
because uh, it was like I sat down to write about this thing and I wrote about it and I came out with a song that was quite catchy and that I knew people would like. Um, so that was super exciting and I didn't really realise until my first year of uni um, when I read Bruce Springsteen's book that I'd actually managed to kind of start writing in a way that kind of reflected some of that stuff. Like people had told me in the past, oh, this song sounds like Bruce Springsteen or like that sounds like Springsteen. Mm. And I was like, I don't even listen to Bruce Springsteen. Like, I don't really know who right. it is. Yeah. Um, and then I like delved into that and I was like, holy shit, actually, yeah, that is my vibe. Um, <laughs> and once I'd kind of listened to him and yeah. listened to people like him, um, that sort of poetry, like write about what's going on in your life sort of stuff was coming through quite easily. Um, and instead of just sitting down and writing, being like, oh, I'm going to write the biggest pop song about breakups and all that sort of stuff. Um, it was more, it's kind of more methodical for me. I'll kind of try and be like, okay, what's actually going on? Um, what happened at the pub last Thursday? Who was talking about this and who was talking about that? See if I can grab some stuff um, and kind of put it into a song and make a bit of a story. So cool. Um, so yeah, even though some of my songs that are out now are quite poppy and simple, um, mm. I do try and chuck bits of real life into them. No, that's incredible. I'm always fascinated by the way other people write because I would say I'm quite unconventional in that in that um, way because something you kind of you sit down and you actually have this sense of organization to it, which is really cool. Yeah, I try to anyway. A lot of the time it doesn't pan out that way, but exactly, um, it's definitely good to sit down and try and do that. Yeah, no, that's cool. I feel like sometimes I'm walking around and I'm like, oh, that'd be a sick song. Like, I'm going to write about that, yeah. you know, type thing. And then yeah. I get in my yeah. room and I, now the struggle is for me personally is getting chords. The writing is like the easiest, mm. the easiest part because I was born a writer, I'll die a writer. Honestly, I got into poetry before anything else. Um, so writing is like a kind of fish underwater. But finding chords, finding something that I haven't used the last four songs because all I know is mm. G, C, A, and like a cheeky E minor here and there. You know, you know? more than that. You're, you're a jazz Listen, singer. You know more from than a, that. From a vocalist side, I know more than that. From a chord side, uh, it's, it's very awkward. It's very weird and yeah. very uncomfortable. But before Bruce, who would you say influenced you? Um, and who would you say really, really encouraged you musically? Um... Influences like early on were just like what mum and dad listened to, um, mm. like Fleetwood Mac and Rolling Stones and James Taylor and stuff, like awesome songwriters, which is sick. Yeah. Like mum and dad came of age in the 80s, so like growing up listening to Lindsay Buckingham and Stevie Nicks from Fleetwood Mac, like wow. ingraining that, that's pretty cool. Um, yeah. Well, that's what I, th I thought it was pretty cool. Um, no, it, is and then, it is cool. <laughs> and then like. Um, by the time I'd reached an age where I could sort of develop my own tastes, yeah. uh, I just fell in love with Green Day, like a lot of other people did at that mm -hmm. age. Um, mm -hmm. And probably grew out of that about four or five years later, five or six maybe, pushing mm -hmm. it. Um, great bands, like awesome rock and roll like um, feel. Um, and I think that still influenced a lot of my sort of rock guitar playing and stuff, which is sick. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, Green Day were my first, like, own favourite band, um, influence-wise. And then, I don't know, by the time I was songwriting, it was just, like, who was who was I idolising? Probably, like, Ed Sheeran. Like, oh, you okay. know, he was the biggest artist in the world. Yeah. 
and like by the time I did start songwriting, he was probably the you know the solo artist that was nailing it, and yeah. I was like, shit, that's pretty cool. Um, have you listened to his new album? Just, I have. I don't like it as much as the other one. Okay, the the one before that was the duet one, right? Or was it the division one with the division? The divide one, one yeah. Yeah, I thought that one. was pretty cool. Okay, okay. That one was like that divide one was like more. That was more like storytelling. Yeah. Um, you know, this is this is where I grew up. This is what I've done, and all this sort of stuff. Yeah. I feel like the new ones maybe just a bit more poppy, and I don't know. He's still pretty cool, man. I reckon yeah. he's cool. Yeah, no, he is really cool. What I liked about the the divide album is along the same lines as you, but it almost felt like we got insight in other ways that we haven't got insight before yeah, from him. Yeah, you know, like even yeah. listening to Castle on the Hill, like the bridge of that yeah. song is quite intimate. And it's so mm. like, he's literally telling us the way that his childhood friends or siblings have like turned out. And I feel like that's something so like personal, yeah. you know? Yeah, um, yeah. Totally. Yeah, that's the sort of songwriting that I really appreciate. I reckon that's cool. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Cause you yeah. want to feel like you know who are your favorite people in the world, right? Like you want to feel like there is some sort of connection or familiarity with them because yeah, I think that when yeah. artists go from being artist to human, be it through like when they open up about their struggles, their mental health, whatever, it actually brings I think the relationship between them and us quite closer. You know, because yeah, totally. we were like, oh, they're actually people. They're not yeah, just yeah, yeah. some random <laughs> people who are gifted. Like they have feelings. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, not just a random person on the TV that we're never gonna meet exactly exactly yeah no that's cool and then by the time i kind of got out of that sort of oh, I, I mean i'm still i still like it's it, it stuff and all that sort of thing but i guess once i'd realized that springsteen was my guy kind of um <laughs> i sort of started to recognize other artists in today's era that was sort of doing what he was doing in like series yeah, and stuff like this guy called sam fender in the uk and he's just releasing a new album and he's just like He's the man. He's really? so good. Okay, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I've heard um, of him. Actually, I think someone yeah. compared you to him, and then that's how I'm. That's how I found out about you. I think. Oh, Sadek. I'll, yeah. I'll take that as a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. So he, he he's my he's also Sam Fender's my guy at the moment. He's mm-hmm. um. He's really cool, and he's just storyteller man. He like he's putting your album out, and it's just the whole thing is just like. I was 17 and doing this and doing that and now right. I'm here and reflecting on it now, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's, that's influences and, and that sort of stuff. Um, we'll have to see how the, what, what I like in the future too. Exactly. No, that'd be sick because I feel like your progression of music had that really, um, not easy flow to it, but the doors opened and they opened well and they opened wide. But yeah. how would you advise somebody else who was going, okay, actually, I think I kind of like, guitar or music and i like this that and the other but i'm not sure how to start stepping into that and actually um exploring and experimenting and discovering Mm, good question um i guess maybe get your totally get your hands on an instrument for starters um and i don't know i suppose i guess everyone listens to music right right am i wrong in saying that no i don't think so no yeah so I guess like if you're if you're just starting, yeah, like maybe go through your Spotify and what like what's your favorite song? Mm-hmm. Maybe give that a crack. 
bit of learning or but you know by the time you've reached if you're playing the guitar by the time you've learned a few chords you can kind of play a lot of stuff right so yeah. that's true yeah, i don't sure. know if you find what your favorite song is that might be a good starting point mm-hmm. um for me singing came pretty naturally i was a terrible singer to start off with shocking and then <laughs> As we but i was just are. like yeah oh, no, i don't know man but i was terrible um <laughs> But for me, it was just like four or five years down the track. By the time I'd been playing gigs for that long, I, could, I realized I could actually sing then. Right. So it's like, I don't know. You can, I mean, I've taken guitar lessons and singing lessons, all this st- sort of stuff, but, um, you know, time is the best uh, practice. Yes, yes. Like yes. you're never going to be able to do everything really well straight away. So. Mm. Yeah, learn those, learn that favorite song, and 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 just if if you're into singing, just grab grab hold of it and give it a crack again. Yeah. But yeah, playing 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 as much as you can, whether it's just in your bedroom or to mum and dad, or you know, eventually playing gigs. That's um, that's all good stuff. Yeah, I would also say be in the room, like surround yourself with people who are like-minded, because that was the mm. one of the pushing factors for me leaving law and literature was the fact that I had this desire and I had this passion and I had this complete fascination with sound and music and everything that came with it. But yeah. I was sitting in a class discussing bills and what policies, <laughs> how to understand the system and everything that motivates it and stuff like that. So I would say just kind of, I'm not saying drop out or leave a degree because I mm. will not be responsible for whatever conflict comes from that. But mm. I will say like, just push yourself to be in the room and be around people who love what you love and then just yeah. watch God move, I suppose. But mm. Mm. we are almost at that 20 minute mark, Sam. Mm. And we have yet to discuss what you have learned, what you have, was, what you have been taught, what has sculpted you, everything like that. So what are three things that this year has taught you that have shaped you, that have encouraged, pushed or confronted you? Okay, cool. Number one. Okay, he's ready. Uh, he's ready. I'm ready to go. I've wow, got notes. <laughs> oh, I've actually only got three notes. I've okay, just written perfect. them down. Um, <laughs> number one is uh, adjusting to like the entertainment industry as it has been in the last couple of years due to COVID. Wow. Um, okay. Expand on that. Go for it. Yeah, I guess this year I kind of uh, had a lot of stuff ready to go. Got music, had music ready to go. Um, had a few cool gigs on the horizon and stuff. Um, and getting into, into next year as well, I had a, had a few plans that um, just fell to fell to the uh, the grapple of COVID, I guess you'd say. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, like I can't complain too much, man. I've, I've I haven't been in a, been in a long lockdown for a long time, but um, just having having plans cancelled and having um, you know putting having to put stuff on hold uh, mm. has been a big change for the whole country, I guess. Um, mm. And yeah, for me personally, like these months now, these summer months is, you know, I, I come home, I come home to gig generally, I come home to make money for the next year or whatever. Um, mm. And basically I've got, I've got no gigs cause I yeah. can't. Um, mm. So yeah, adjusting to having to, I guess, you know, I don't know, make money in a different way, but also just mm. adjusting to have, having exciting things um, canned has been a big change. And mm. Uh, I've had to learn a lot from it, which is which is great. I can, you know, you've got to build and grow and all that sort of stuff and find other yeah. avenues. But yeah, that's definitely uh, one of the things that I've 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 learned from this year. 
No, for sure. I feel like adaptation is a skill everybody has picked up this year. Like, yeah. um, finding new ways to do exactly what you have been doing. But, um, and I think that I, I don't doubt that those skills, though, are going to be some of the defining factors between those who do really, really well because they've taken their ability to adapt on their feet on the spot and just. Mm -hmm implemented it into whichever field they go into like i think yeah. i was on this worship meeting and the guy was like the difference between a good architect and a great architect is five percent because great architects actually mm. finish and stuff like yeah. that but i can't yeah. imagine that that five percent stretch that architect is going oh my gosh like I, I know nothing about architecture to be honest i just think stuff looks cool but um yeah, yeah I, I feel like the same here because a lot of stuff this year my degree is literally about performance it's about mm. going around mm. we were supposed to go to travel and go to wellington and and see yeah. other musicians in their element right mm. and then I, I i spent most of it at home watching my teachers through a screen trying to teach me how to do a g chord like i was like flip sakes yeah. god this is this is hectic mm. right but yeah 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 i feel like we're all just marinating we're all just you know we're just soaking it in mm. and and when we go out it's going to be an impeccable time for sure yeah yeah and i felt you have to like now is a better time than ever to like throw in the towel as a musician like if you were on the brink of giving up i feel like you you know this year would have been up you'd just be like bugger it i'm, I'm finished <laughs> yeah but yeah. um you know you've yeah as you say it, adaption is key you've, you've gotta you've gotta just keep on keeping on exactly exactly all right sam what is note number two uh finishing uni i'm done Latest. okay cool cool um, okay how do you feel what does that look like for you uh it looks a bit fun it looks a bit i don't know it's a bit strange it feels a bit weird um i bet yeah i get like i've, I've been in wellington the last three years um doing the jazz school thing uh which has been hectic it's been super hard um but super awesome i met so many great people um yeah. just at uni in the jazz program and just like mates from you know university halls and that sort of stuff like mates for life um and that's sort of, and that sort of thing um so three years in Wellington have been super awesome um but yeah i guess it's just crazy how quick those years have gone i kind of came to i don't know september october this year and i was like yeah. man i've actually only got like one more month in the city oh with these gosh. people yeah, yeah 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 um i don't know about you how you feel how fast you feel uni's going but man i just like I came out of it going, holy shit, that's three years done. <laughs> I feel like uni and lockdown is not uni at all. Like, I, I, yeah, I actually, right. yeah. I feel like I'm playing a game. I'm not really, <laughs> I shouldn't mm. say that, but I feel like yeah. I'm not really, you know, um, doing a degree. It kind of just feels like dance, but um, it has gone quickly, that's for sure. It has gone mm. very quickly. Um, mm. You studied jazz, however, were influenced by people who were not of that genre. So mm. what actually attracted to you? What actually attracted you to take a degree in that subject? Um, I did jazz band throughout high school. Nice. Uh, as a lot of, you know, high school high school students do. Um, yeah. And it was it was great. Like it was just uh, just open your mind to a whole other world of music that yeah doesn't sure. exist um, anywhere else. Yeah. You know, um, and. I don't know. I was songwriting. I was producing uh, by the time I left school, um, and I loved it. It's my thing. That's my why. Um, but I don't know. I was just kind of keen to delve into something a little bit deeper for yeah. a couple of years. I think. Yeah. Um, 
and I think I think it was well worth it. Like my nice. not it's not as if I'm gonna be the best jazz guitar player ever. Listen, um, we don't I'm know. I'm never gonna be that. No, I'm totally not. <laughs> okay. Um, but um, I don't know. You, I, I just you come out of jazz school knowing, like, a deep, you have a deeper understanding of music just altogether. Yeah. Like, not even harmony. Like, not even like, oh my god, that's that chord. That's that chord. It's more just like uh, recording, for instance. Like, you need to record um on the top like on time like one two three four you need to be on time on time the whole the whole way through yeah and jazz school definitely depend me for that like i can now play in time at any stage or wherever oh i want to be you know? all you hear That's is the drummer you're dragging you're dragging yeah, you're rushing yeah, yeah, you're yeah, rushing yeah, 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 honestly yeah. jazz is the most character building genre because these composers mm. they will they will <laughs> they will know, wow yeah wow they'll absolutely yeah. get you and it's it, you just stand there i remember the first time i ever did i've done jazz and stuff at school but outside of school for a big band i'm standing there and this guy is going in on me and i'm like oh my goodness i am never coming back like i hate it here i don't want to learn how to scat i don't want to sing like Ella fitzgerald i'm going home <laughs> i went home i studied it i like did everything that he basically asked me to came back sang it and he was like yes nice yeah yes and i was yeah. like you know Instant what gratification exactly exactly it was all worth it it was yeah. definitely all yeah. worth it yeah but um yeah. how do you feel that you're going to apply the skills you learned from jazz futuristically like would you ever teach jazz would you start your own jazz band or was it really just something you did out of out of passion probably more out of passion like um from a production standpoint mm -hmm. it's so handy to know now the theory behind everything um, oh yeah, of course. I feel like that makes it a lot easier, and I suppose if you're like you're a producer and you're producing someone else, mm. um, you've then got the ability to explain what's in your head, as opposed to just going this should go da da da. You can be like yeah. this should be this this and this, and then yeah. everybody's on the same wavelength sort of thing. Yeah, um, true. I feel true. like that's going to benefit me in the future. I also just feel like, as I was talking about before, like the feel and the time, the timing and that sort of stuff. Um, as a like in the box on the, on on recordings and stuff, but uh, also playing live, like the the ability that I've now got on the guitar to kind of allow my fingers to do whatever they want without thinking about it too much is yeah. um, really handy. Yeah. Um, especially when I'm singing and trying to play a drum pad and keys at the same time as well. That's so true. Um, wow, yeah. So yeah, there's a lot of things. There's a lot of facets from it that uh, you can kind of um you know absorb as a musician going forward uh but not to say that i'm gonna put out some massive jazz album and throw three thousand chords <laughs> into a song oh my god that's just the first chorus have do you know jacob collier yeah he's nuts man i saw him in wellington in wait you saw him live stop yeah, yeah stop yeah, yeah it was mean deal. what volume yeah. was it for i should i say album uh shit, i don't know uh, like hang on let me have a look. It was 2018. He had a band. Mm -hmm. um, I was expecting him to rock up and do the one-man band thing that he does, which is sick. <laughs> it's insane, um, is it? But he said, not for you, Wellington. It? He must have known Wellington is like the it spot for music. Yeah, it must be... Is it the Jess Volume 1? Because mm. In My Room was about two years prior. That's in I can't believe you saw that album. Yeah, was that the album was, that uh, says... Um, rest your weary head on it i think so wow wow uh 
I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, it was sick, and like he had, he wasn't wearing shoes, and he was like running around the theater and <laughs> he wasn't getting everybody shoes. to sing. Yeah, yeah, man. He just said so. He just said so. So it was pretty cool. I'm trying to see him next year. I don't know how well it's going right now, but apparently he's coming to Auckland next year. And I'm trying to sell my liver on the black market to go. But um, <laughs> no, that's, that's worth it, man. It was it was sick. It was cool. Oh my god! Really good gig. And he's like 20. He's like 19, 20 or something like that. Yeah, I don't know how he can, he must be a lizard person. I don't know how he can be that good. He's musical, he must have, I don't know. He must have started when he was like one. Like, mm. Mm. and that was it. Because I watched some of his, um, his, like, YouTube videos and he shows like his Logic Pro files. And right. I'm like, how is Logic not crashed? Because I do like yeah. four vocal tracks and Logic just spazzes out and it has its day, it's yeah. like PMSing. He has like a chorus and has 37 important vocal tracks. He's yeah. adding his own harmony. It's crazy, it's crazy. But anyways, I'm totally ranting. Yeah. I'm totally obsessed with I, this now, I just I love how he like collaborates with people in the mainstream industry as well. Like he, I think mm. he just did a song with like Coldplay or something and mm. um, like uh, who was on that other, who was on that other, Ty Dolla Sign mm. and like Daniel Caesar and stuff. Like, I reckon that's pretty cool. Time Alone With You by Daniel Caesar and him is just stupid good. Like, yeah. Everything yeah. that is going on in that song is just mind-blowing. Yeah, but, I think um, you played that while we were there, actually. So. Stop. You saw that live. Yeah. Daniel Caesar didn't show up. But oh, I was going to say, oh, my God, that'd be insane. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be insane. Yeah. I'd literally, like, envy you so much. But, um, yeah. Do you have a favorite duet, like, duo he's done and collaboration he's done? Probably that one. Um, I yeah, I haven't delved into like all of his music too much. Um, right. But yeah, obviously I went to the show and it was sick. Um, but a lot of the time, it's just like too much information for me. Oh my gosh! No, fair enough. Fair enough. Down in the rain Hear the sound of sirens Streets light up like flame Alright Sam, so what is the third thing that you've learnt this year? good yeah wow mm -hmm. in an introspective way how would you look at younger Sam and what would you tell him um, and or, or even advice or what type of conversation would you have with them now that you are 21? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. Oh, okay. That's interesting. That's very cool. You have to go get it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah, no, that's incredible. That's amazing. You have an EP coming out. Um, is there anything you want to shout out on there? Anything you want to kind of allude to? Or do you want to leave all in suspense? That's cool. Um, but yeah, anything you want to say before we close up a little bit? That's cool. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, sick, sick. Nice. Mm. Wow, that's amazing. That's so cool. I feel like putting together bodies of work is so much fun because I feel like for me, when I was writing the songs, I didn't even realize they worked in relationship to the other. And then you kind of go, oh, actually, this could tell an this tells a story of its own, but then together with something else, it branches out and tells a, like an even grander, fuller picture type idea. So that is so exciting. I'm excited to see it. I'm excited to hear it as well. I'm sure many people are. Um, I'm so excited and happy and grateful that you came on. I, I imagine it must have been weird getting a random like text from some rando, but I appreciate you coming on and I appreciate you being keen and being um, down to do this because this was fun. Yeah, man. It was pretty interesting. I think I just saw you on someone's story and you were like in, on stage, but like kind of in the corner, kind of just like jamming. Da -da 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 -da. And then I was talking to Luca and I think he brought you up. And I was like, oh, wait, no, I know who you're talking about. Like, da -da 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 -da. so it was cool. It was cool for sure. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. That's amazing. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you made it this far, we both really appreciate that. And we cannot wait to see you in the next episode. See you guys later.